Hi, welcome to Steeping DIY, a Doors at Seven podcast brought to you to shed a light on some of our favorite bands, creatives, and artists alike. Today, we're joined with Philadelphia-based band Carly Cosgrove. Welcome to the podcast. Welcome. Welcome. Um, uh, thanks for having us. We should start yeah. this with, if you guys want to like introduce yourselves. Oh, yes. We're terrible at doing that, actually. <laughs> like, if you want to say who you are and like in the band and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Uh, my name is Tyler. I play drums. My name is Lucas. I sing and play guitar. I'm Helen. I play bass. Nice. Cool. Also, I don't think we even introduced ourselves. Yeah. I'm Noelle, by the way. Nice to meet you, Noelle. Nice to meet you. Yeah. It's nice to meet you guys, too. We've actually been at like a few of your shows before, so it's very cool to actually have like a formal com- yeah. good conversation with you guys. Oh, right oh Lord, thank you. Yeah. What, what shows have you seen? uh we saw i saw you guys uh like over a year ago here around new paltz at like the bombville grange it was like no way yeah (laughs) yes yeah our (laughs) friends are in no momentum and they played that night with you guys yeah word that's crazy weird venue (laughs) it was an interesting uh day the whole day was weird that 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 spot's got some heart though oh yeah <laughs> yeah it was, a, it was a fun show yeah it, it works for you know what it, the what we need is. yeah, yeah. <laughs> um but then we both saw you guys at the unitarian church this past may oh, oh yeah, yeah. Oh. that was a crazy show <laughs> yeah yeah thank you it was a very very yeah, fun show fun. one of our favorite Philly shows mm-hmm so how is it, you know, how has it been like pretty much post one year of the record being out? I mean, I feel you guys are just having a crazy year, like touring with the Wonder Years and all of that. Like that must have been yeah. a crazy and also, also, like The I show with Oso, yeah, I'm sure that's awesome. all been so wild. <laughs> yeah, it's been a lot of fun. It's cool that the record has had a chance to live for a bit. Um you know, we went on a, a run with retirement party when we first put this out. Um, and I remember at the time we were playing to mostly crowds that weren't there for us. Um, and we were playing a lot of these songs, not really knowing what the, the response were going to be like. And then, you know, a year from that, some of, uh, you know, some of our favorite songs, people now, you know, know all the words, their favorite songs. And uh, yeah, it's, it's been really dope. That's so cool. Yeah, it's kind of like uh, the album simmered a little bit. And uh, like post the Wonder Years tour, like the energy at all of our shows has just been like so different yeah. um, and felt mm-hmm. so much more like lively and like intimate. Um, like we've just been connecting with the audiences more. That's so nice. How does it feel like have people like singing your lyrics like right back to you? It's cool. It's cool. <laughs> yeah, it's dope. Yeah. <laughs> very surreal. I feel like that would be very I mean, that's just a real yeah we've the thing is like we've all been in bands that like we you, you don't have that luxury you know that never made it up to that point so it's definitely cool for us to have like a project that people appreciate on that level i mean we've been lucky too like even dating back to the ep release show you played for well just take it easy man in like 2019 we've lucked out with like people singing to us. Yeah. And so that show, like there's, there's like a video of it on YouTube and you can kind of see me just like perk up as I realize that people know the words to the songs. Yeah. Oh, that's so wholesome. It just kind of like makes performing so much more enjoyable. Uh, like, I don't know, you just get this like giddy feeling and it's yeah. just like, this fucking rocks. Mm-hmm. That's so cool. Did you ever expect to like get to that point and, or 
it was like totally like wow this is actually happening I think with this project was kind of started as like a side project you know we're really talking about like when we first started playing like it was like a side project of like all of what we were doing in other bands so it's like I don't know. We we didn't even release music for like the first year of it. So I I guess like we never really intended for people to know the lyrics until we were like releasing music, realizing that people might like it. Yeah, I think once like the the EP release show that Lucas yeah. mentioned, none of us were expecting people to know the words at that, especially because we had only released the EP like a week before the show. And we'd only ever put out, like, one single beforehand from the EP. So it was, like, there was really no reason that many people should have known the words. And that was, like, a crazy moment. Like, holy shit. Like, the people who came to this, like, they didn't just come because they thought it was a fun house party. Like, they actually, like, want to hear the music and they enjoy the music. Um, So that, that's been, like, that, that moment was just fucking awesome. Yeah. And then we've had, like, little bits of that, like, throughout the years. And it's just gotten kind of crazier that's cool i mean it must be like such a great feeling knowing like how many people can like relate to like the stuff you're putting out too yeah um, totally. yeah what was what was the writing process for it like for the for, for, the, for the last album? so honestly both like whichever like i think uh one stands out more than the other or you know sure i mean so the writing process was was pretty different for both um i mean i would say like the first ep was more of a collaborative thing um we're kind of just like writing music to like what feels good to play live um and really focusing on the live show rather than like you know again we weren't we didn't even have plans to record when we when we first started playing shows um lucas you could probably speak more to to writing on the the album i think the album was like Again, it was it was much more of an undertaking, and there was, you know, a, a desire for like a narrative kind of through line, where there's a lot more attention being paid to like each kind of individual part, and it was like not only like does this sound good, but also like how does this make sense in the overarching narrative? Right, like putting it all together and stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool. Um, so. How so? I guess also like a big question of mine is like, what is it? How have the have the shows felt any different? You know, because obviously like not every show is going to be like in a basement. Obviously, like that kind of feeling up into like actual venues. How how have they like contrasted? Um, you know, that's like a good question because it, it. I think a contrast is like a good way to describe it. Um, you know, before the pandemic we were mostly playing in in basements doing everything ourselves um and then kind of you know once post pandemic we were able to start playing some venues um during that time in quarantine i would say we got like a pretty big push um and then even more of a contrast for um you know the last tour we did with the wonder years and hot mulligan um it really comes down to like figuring out how to make the show work on bigger stages in addition to how to make it work for ourselves. Um, obviously there's a lot difference in terms of the gear you used, uh, playing in a basement compared to on like a big stage. Um, so yeah, it's been, it's been, you know, it was hard to adjust at first for sure. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, there's a huge difference in like I I mean obviously like technical aspect, but for me I think the biggest difference is in the crowd. Sure. Like a basement show is super intimate and yeah. like the crowd is just standing right in front of you. Um and like that was something that was really fun when we first started was there was a lot of crowd interactions. Like people could kind of come up and just like dance with us like um, I would go into the crowd, like, we would just kind of, like, goof off and stuff, mm. and then, like, playing on stages, like, with the Wonder Years tour, it's, like, there is, like, a bit of a disconnect, and it can be weird to feel that, especially, like, we started using, like, in-ear monitors, so, like, we can't hear the crowd. Okay, um, yeah. So, like, stuff like that, it definitely just kind of, like, feels weird, like, and it just kind of affects, like, how you, like, interact with the crowd. Like, you can't just kind of, like, fuck around. Like, it's like, oh, this is, like, actually, like, you're on a giant stage. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> most of these people are not here for you. <laughs> yeah, you have to come up with, like, new ways to, like, interact and still provide that same engagement with the crowd is, like, must be hard. Yeah, yeah. sure. And, like, especially a tour like that, like, you know, if we played a basement show in Philly our show would flow and be a lot different from the show that we would play to a big room of, you know, 90% of the people have never heard of us. Mm -hmm. Um, So, like, when we got, like, some of these bigger tours, um, uh, we spent a lot of time figuring out, like, how can we, like, make our set more impactful, not only to the people that are coming for us, but the people that are not coming for us. Right, yeah. It also like you know you it presents a different set of challenges. Like one fun thing, one fun challenge about basement shows is like, all right, how can I make sure that nobody's gonna bump into me and I'm gonna mess up and not be able to play my part? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's very valid. Or any yeah. of your stuff getting broken. Oh yeah, you hear so horror true. stories, people like moshing or push pitting and like yeah. spilling beer on like. Pe- but like it's also it's kind of fun because it's like for me as a singer, it's like if you're in a basement, like no one's hearing you fucking sing. No. <laughs> not out of 10 times those PA no. systems are just like it's like a bluetooth speaker in a corner it's <laughs> like a good sound guy yeah and so it's like and so it's like you're just kind of yelling into a microphone like trusting that nobody's going to hear you and it's going to be fine and then you play these big stages and it's like oh everyone can hear me if i right. sing a wrong note everyone's gonna know so yeah. like you know it, it 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 reframes like what you pay attention to performing wise like you know, I, when I, I go on tour, like, I don't drink, I don't smoke, like, I, I'm very much like, I need to make sure that I keep myself healthy and keep my voice healthy, like, you know, like, cause, cause, cause you're, cause you're performing to meet a different sort of goal where it's like, not only do we want to put on a fun and energetic show, but we want to put on a polished show too. Yeah. Right. Like kind of keep one the best as it can be essentially. Yeah. 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 It's pretty, yeah. That's pretty tight. I feel most people like would probably find it hard to like essentially like give up vices and whatnot, especially probably with how stressful being on the road is. Sure. Yeah, it's definitely it's it's, you know, obviously everyone's different. I think like some people are are in the camp of like, you know, just do your thing, treat your body the way however you want to and just get up there and just rock the fuck out, which that is like punk as fuck. Um I think it's also punk as fuck to like dial super into what you do and really give a fuck about what you're doing. I think both are, are, are valid, you know? 
Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, of course. Everyone like really works differently too. Yeah. Yeah. We've heard stories, people who like, yeah, my vocal warm up was I drink a bottle of Jack Daniels. Oh my god. <laughs> no, like, it was gurgle. Yeah, gurgle. Gurgle, yes. Oh my god. <laughs> it's like if that's work works for you, like that's a punk, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Why not work in the long term? We need water yeah. and, and, and freshly made food. <laughs> yeah, we've tried to do the like eat fast food and really rough it on tour, and it's just not sustainable. Yeah, it doesn't like, work for us. I, you're putting your body through so much just by being on tour if you're not taking care of it. It's just going to catch up to you. Right, yeah. And you guys are, were like the ones responsible for getting to each location, right? Like, I think I saw you guys posted a van you have on Instagram like a few days ago or something? Her name is Esperanza. She's oh, a I, two, it she's I a, love it. I call it that. Nobody she's calls a, it that. <laughs> she's a 2004 Chevy Express. Love it. And <laughs> she, I'm the, we are, I'm the fifth owner. <laughs> a long line of family. Since we got it in November 2021, we've put probably like 50,000 miles on it. Yeah, yeah, we've done a lot of traveling. Yeah, but we to answer your question, yeah, we we take the van everywhere. We've never mm. done any kind of touring or shows at, without the van. Yeah. Since we got it, honestly. Yeah. Yeah, so the driving alone gets to be a lot. Yeah. Oh, so I can much. only imagine. Yeah. What is like your guys' favorite place you've been like you know, like driving and just on tour and stuff? <sighs> well, are, are are you asking the our favorite place we've been or favorite place we've played a show? Uh, we could answer both, I guess. I would say, like, would be cool to. You know. Yeah. Well, so the reason I I make a distinction is one of my favorite parts about touring, um, especially like the West Coast, is getting to see like all the cool like geographical figures out there, like the mountains, driving through Utah, driving through the desert. Um, in terms of like where we've played a show, though, like we we played some cool places on the on the past the last tour. Yeah. Uh -huh. I yeah, you go, you go. Um, I really loved Portland, Oregon, and also Portland, Maine. Those were, yeah, yeah the Portland's. two Portlands fucking rocked. Um, we love playing yeah. Toronto. We yeah. always have, like, a fantastic time in Toronto. Yeah, Toronto's cool. Yeah. I really liked uh, Tulsa, Oklahoma. It was a lot yeah. of fun. Yeah, we had a very good so, show there. Yeah, that's, that's the cool thing about, like, this past tour is we got to play a lot of places that, like... You know, a lot of people like to consider them like B markets, like, you know, the uh, venues in like Missouri or like Oklahoma, for instance. A lot of people like to consider them B markets and skip over them. But to be honest, when you play shows there, you realize that those people care more about like, you know, the bands that are coming out there and, and the scene in general, that they're going to go much harder than any of the main markets. Like, so, you know, mad respect to them. T Tulsa, Oklahoma is one of the most fun places we ever played. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they don't have the luxury of, like, getting every single tour, like, New York or... Yeah. Yeah, I was, was, was going to follow up with that, yeah. Because I feel you never see, like, those states ever on, like, any kind of yeah. tour lineup. Uh, yeah. <laughs> sure. yeah. No, it's... It's interesting to think about, like, there's some states that, like, it's so unlikely will ever play that I'd, like, love to play. Like, I'd love to play a show in Vermont, but yeah. it's just, like, very <laughs> unlikely yeah. that will ever happen. Unless we are skiing while playing our instruments. <laughs> there you go. Sure. <laughs> right down the mountain. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll pitch that to our manager. There you go. Similarly, uh, we've pitched, like, the idea of doing beach tours. 
Just like yeah, just, just to be silly. Playing on like just playing different like coast like towns going from down like the East Coast. Cape Cod down oh, okay. to Myrtle Beach. All right. Playing for the drunkest, most unenthused crowds. This is a, this was this was he thought this it was all, me. all this himself. All me. This if you couldn't me. tell, hey, maybe it'll be a trendsetter. You never know. So true. Yeah. What can I say? I'm just a guy who loves the beach. Oh my! God. I feel like I never no, see it's you not at even the beach. Trick. I don't go very often, but when I'm there, I love it. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Uh, have you managed to go to the beach since? Well, have you guys had like any like break time between all? Of, like, I feel like you're always on the road. I feel like I'm always seeing shows. We we've had a bit of a break. Um, we've just mostly been doing like one offs. Like we did the Sweet Pill show, we did the Oso Oso show. So those were like pretty short. And then we just did a little weekender to Chicago and back. And um, we just did a show in Connecticut. But in between that, we've gotten to like chill. But we've um been like grinding with other music stuff still so yeah it's not like totally a break um break from driving yeah Yeah. break from like there's always work to do but we're still working on music and stuff of course brian never stops never yeah definitely not in this capitalistic hell (laughs) quite yeah literally (laughs) um i mean so what what do you guys do in like the downtime though like what what helps like like kind of find your like balance from that like you know the music life of things oh that's a really good question dude we've never gotten that before so we all have like we all have it's funny we're all like pretty different people in like like on paper like we all have different hobbies i would say in my like spare spare time outside of music i really like just being out in nature like hiking um i'm also i like to cook a lot um, we also all have other jobs outside of this at the moment. Yeah, that, that takes up a so, lot of time. So that's that's another time thing. But like, yeah, outside of music, I would say those are the things I do the most. Word, that's cool. Wait, yeah. what do you guys do? Is that can I ask that? Yeah, you can. <laughs> yeah, sh- like what like for money. Jobs? Yeah. Anything. <laughs> no, that's definitely that's not true. O- outside of this, I work as a cook and an event coordinator. That's cool. Okay. All right. A modern day bear. What? Modern day bear. Yeah, that's this guy. Yeah. Um, I work as a dog groomer. That's so sick. (laughs) It's all right. (laughs) People always say that, but I'm very burnt out from it. So that's 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 fair. I still love the dogs, though. I still love the dogs. I work in. I'm like a non-union production assistant for like some like it, it's like it's some shows but it's some corporate events too for like um True. just like like i like set stages oh for, okay um, like for, for like yeah for like for yeah for shows but not like for cool well okay i think they're cool but i don't like i don't know if anyone else would. it's it's like casino crowds it's like washed up oh. one hit wonder from okay. the 70s or 80s is playing their catalog for maybe an hour they don't sell merch but they get paid like fuck you money and for like a thousand of the drunkest people you've ever seen in your life seated show in a room that is not meant to have music in it and we like fly pa systems and like set up backline and stuff oh wow that's pretty cool let me do corporate i'm also trying to open a recording studio of my own i've gotten to mix a few records like in the last like two or three years that i'm really proud of including um the record goodness to honest by elephant jake i did last year 
Um, uh, time spent wishing by Glenn Matthews. I did a stand and wave EP. I'm working on a couple things currently. Just like that's what I, if that could be like my source of income, like say for Carly, that'd be nice. <laughs> if that's really cool. could be my source of income, save for anything else. That'd be <laughs> <lit>. <laughs> I'm sure that will for you guys. Uh, wait, you did the most recent stand and wave record? Uh, the shamble in the frame. Yeah. Oh, that's that's really good. good yeah, job. I lived with them for really. They played at our yeah. house before. I yeah. love them. They're they're the nicest human ever. Been, like I love them so much. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I've only really talked to like Ian Jeff the most for the most part, but we we've met them all before. Yeah. They're sweeties. I met my pet ferret. Oh, that's sick. I'd like to meet your pet ferret. Yeah, her name is Echo. I would totally bring her. She's like on a second floor right now. Otherwise, I would totally. No worries. No worries. We don't got time for all that. <laughs> yeah. um, we also play a game on the show, too. Sure. Um, it's called, have you ever played We're Not Really Strangers? No. Uh-uh. Uh, can you give me the box, actually? We have the box. So it's this, like, card game that's meant to, we're not going to play the entire game. Just want to put that up. Uh, it's this card game. It's. Like that, I don't know. It's been on like. It was oh pretty- wait, I have seen that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I seen that. Yeah, it's I made- recognize the red. Yes. Yeah. Right. <laughs> it's made to uh, develop a stronger relationship between you and a stranger, essentially. So we like to pull like two random cards each episode. Um, sure. To make it, oh, you know, we try to look past like you know some of the music stuff as well because like. We, you are individual like just, people yeah, as like well. Yeah. So true. No, I like that. Yeah. No, this uh, is good. Cool. Sweet. So then we'll get into it. Uh, so I have the first card. And actually, let's do this one second. Okay. Yeah. First. yeah. Okay, this one's a little fun one. If MySpace was still a thing, what would your profile song be? Oh. <laughs> it have to be from MySpace era. I could think of like a collective song Anybody for our like collective it. Carly Coster of MySpace. Is it what I think it is? I'm sure it is. <laughs> yeah, good uh Good Puss by Cobra. <laughs> so so there's a song <laughs> there's Now a we're song. gonna tell a whole story. <laughs> there's a song called Good Puss. That the one halfway, he just mentioned. Yeah, by by yeah. an artist called Cobra. Cobra with an Again. H at the end. Yeah. Oh, get it right. Okay. Get it right. Um, on our last tour, halfway through, I I forget how it happened, but we decided that that was the song we were gonna walk out to, and some crowds were into it. It's like kind of like a d- electronic dance song. Some crowds were not fucking with it. Most crowds. Yeah, most crowds were not fucking with it, but it became like such a funny inside joke for us that like, I don't know, I, that's just like our walkout song now. Cobra's music is self-described as gay workout music. That's, that is how yeah. it is. It is hypersexual by nature. It's is that a fair it's statement? Fucking, yeah. It's but it's awesome. so, it's, it's really good. Yeah, it's, it's so good. And so the joke would be like, like, I, like we like we would like survey a crowd and be like, yeah, good puss hasn't hit this area yet. I don't think they're ready for good puss. <laughs> yeah, New Haven, Connecticut is not ready for good puss. No, they weren't ready not for good, good puss. New Haven, what's up? <laughs> I ask that all the time. That's 
great. Um, who was? Oh, Albany, surprisingly. Albany was Albany was ready for, for good, good posts. They were getting <laughs> down. Like Chicago was with yeah. it. Yeah, Chicago. Chicago was with it. And also, good puss had not hit in St. Louis, Missouri yet. No, and I don't. No. It probably won't for another like ten years. A lot of <laughs> lot of confused faces at, at saying St. Louis. <laughs> I think that was the first place we played it, right? Oh, I don't man, fucking I don't remember because we didn't play it in Nashville, right? I don't know. Uh, I don't remember. <laughs> it's a blur. I was going to say, Nashville, I feel like, probably wouldn't. <laughs> no. Should we do our, our individual MySpace songs? Sure. Yeah. yeah. I, I need content. It's up to you. Okay. I'm, I know. Like, okay. Are we all in, like, in our 20s-ish right now? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yes. Okay. I would Okay. <laughs> I don't know why I phrased that question, though. <laughs> I'm sure this is relevant. What is a MySpace profile song supposed oh, to accomplish? What is it supposed to accomplish? Like, is it supposed to say something about who you no, are as a person? No, it's just when people go on your MySpace. It's like the song that's playing, hey. bro. Okay. It's like it could like be anything. Plays. Oh. Did you never have a MySpace? No. I never had a MySpace. Yeah, I also didn't. Did you? Yeah. I did, wow, I did. Like, I, had I barely remember. Oh, shit. Before. I would spend so much time on MySpace. And it was always just a customized my page like because you had to do like html coding separate for some That's reason so random. i don't know why it was <laughs> it looked really bad it like truly... super gaudy <laughs> but yeah song be? yeah it would play like as you enter okay. you, you sound my, like you have yours mine would be satanist by boy genius oh, oh. help nice pick <laughs> hell yeah that sounds right i mine would <laughs> also wait probably like i can't i can't think of like a specific one but probably some like old ass like folk or like americana shit like mamas and papas okay something All like right. that yeah All right. two different vibes so <laughs> true yeah you wanna you wanna i can't think of like a sincere one because like my thing is like the music i like that like is i keep like really close to my heart it's, it's kind of like really sad and so like i don't want to like bum people out so i'd probably if i was to pick today i would pick the song you should be mine the woo woo song oh, by fuck. jeffrey osborne i hate this guy <laughs> just look that one up in your free time yeah there's a lot going on we because yeah, I, I heard about it because at my production company we did sound for jeffrey osborne and oh my goodness he played that both nights we did it and it went over so well with the crowd every night, and I was like, I can't stop singing this. You know what you guys should have asked us instead? You should have just said, tell us about all of your inside jokes, and you would have gotten pretty much yeah, the yeah. same Same exact interview. answer. Same exact answer. Yeah. yeah. You know what? Now we, we should, know. Now we know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Be like, be like um, can you woo woo woo? All right. <laughs> Uh, going, going you guys back. have to answer too. Yeah, what would your MySpace songs be? Damn, I never expect too. the Uno reverse to happen. Dude, you guys are screwed so, now. Yeah, out. I really should have actually considered this. Um, I'm like going. Yeah, to how's it feel right now? Like, what's in the like July playlist? Ah, shit. I'm trying to think of like you know what i'm just gonna go with one that just came off the dome uh i would pick west coast by coconut records oh, oh that yeah. song is so it's that so song nice. is so fun nice you know i find the fact I, that jason schwartzman yes i love knowing that fact 
I wish he would make music again, low key. I gotta think about it. Oh, Hold on, give me one second. You're really in the hot seat now. I am. Dude, whatever it is, we're all gonna like judge you silently and not say anything. <laughs> yeah, no applause. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> um, say a song in three. Well, all Hold on, you have to say a song right now. I don't want a specific song, but Silk Sonic just comes to mind right now to me. Like I I'm think, with that. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like just one of the Silk Sonic songs. I feel like yeah. that's a vibe. Yeah. Well, I feel like yeah. You'd go to your your both of your profiles and you'd be like having a good time. Just like vibing. I mean yeah. vibe. Yeah. That's good energy. Um but going back to the back to Boy Genius, wasn't Julian Baker deadass at your show? Like a few days ago. Oh, this is awesome! I saw that on Twitter, and I was like, "Is this real? Are we? Are we? I mean, this is it's we, you, bro. Do we want to perpetuate the? <laughs> All right, I just want to go on the think... record. I just want to go on the record, right? Before we say anything else, our social media and Twitter, contrary to popular belief, all this one. Helen is like the mastermind behind yes. all this. <laughs> they, so they like were, they're not involved. The so only time I post on our on the only time I post on our socials is to wish Helen a happy birthday. Yeah. This is true. So wow. just keep that in mind for all right. Now I I don't know. It's up to you, dude. So I would say um that um first of all I did not consider the fact that you would bring this up when oh, I mentioned I'm so you. sorry <laughs> no, no. no it's okay I'd also like to say that um it's very possible that that was photoshopped oh man I no, no, it's no. an ongoing he, bit that we didn't think people were gonna take this seriously That's so okay, I'm gonna here's here's how I I'm going to respond I'm going to respond to the question of what was Julian Baker at our Pittsburgh show the same way that my parents responded to me when I asked if Santa Claus was real. The magic is always real. <laughs> In our hearts, she was yeah. there. <laughs> and according to Twitter, a badly photoshopped picture. Yeah. She was there also, according yeah. to that. So, I, I should have looked at it longer. You got, you got me. So you were not. You were not the only one. I, I promise. No, people were freaking out. Chat. People got very, very mad at us. For so doing one that. person got <laughs> one mad. Person at us. Got, we're not going to talk about. It. One person just yeah, got mad. We can leave it at that. Yeah, they were yeah. not. Happy. It's not. I we. It's whatever. It doesn't matter. Yeah, to I don't. Us. I, we don't care. Like, it's but hilarious. We don't so, put them on blast. so our, our final response is the magic of Julian Baker magic being at a Roboto show. Yes, is always real. We felt her presence. <laughs> There you go. I feel God in this chili stuff. Yes, that's exactly how I feel about Julian Baker and Mr. Roboto Project. <laughs> I, because I believed, I believed it so hard because she mentioned it at one of their shows, like Roboto Project. Yep. Yes. Yeah. I was like, you know, like, there are oh. things that have happened. Right. And she goes to, she's like from like a very DIY community and she goes to like punk shows in like Memphis. And the reason why the bit started well, okay, we have a friend who has been making Julian Baker memes for years. And um and then Julian Baker she shouted out Mr. Roboto and I was like, I'm gonna utilize this as an excellent time to promote our show by tweeting at Julian Baker, Hey, we're playing Mr. Roboto project in a couple weeks. Hey, so, with like six Y. Yeah, exactly. Hey. Um, we've got a guest list spot for you if you want to come. And then it got like a hundred likes, but obviously she didn't respond. 
But so then we were joking about it at our show, and then our friend decided to tweet that she was there anyway, and and then it just escalated. That's great. Damn. It was really funny. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Sorry, you got got. It's honestly even funnier. It's not, yeah, stupid. it's funnier <laughs> that it's not real in my opinion. No, it's it's probably the that the funniest thing we've ever done yeah. on social media. <laughs> oh, I can. That seems right. Thank you. Um, has anything like that actually happened to you guys before? Like you've had like, I guess people like Julian Baker at your show. Like anyone like. I guess maybe like that. I mean, you we got to tour with the Wonder Years. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> I would say oh, like that. that's valid. No, but <laughs> no, but I was gonna say realistically, like mm-hmm. a lot of our shows, like we have had people show up where we're just like, what the fuck, like. Yeah, wasn't one like one of like the Kinsellas at like the Chicago date? Yeah, and... but that's because they were friends with the Wonder Years and right. Some people there. That are friends with like the Wonder Years. Yeah, I'll, I'll put it this way. But it's still really cool that we're connected to these people. Nobody has, nobody cool has come to see Carly Cosgrove, the band that didn't have to be there already in the first place for some other reason. (laughs) But there's still like, we're, I think more so just the fact that we're getting to tour with the artists that we tour with or play shows with the artists we play show with is already fucking amazing. I mean, we've played with like somebody or worked with somebody that like all of us have like looked up to Mm -hmm. as musicians. So that's just fucking amazing. We played a festival where Anthony Green checked us out one time very early on. And, yeah, that uh, was very cool. That was pretty cool. We actually played a few days ago. We played it, um, a festival with Fred Mascherino, who used to be in Taking Back Sunday. Yeah, and that was really cool. And he like took the time to like say hi to us, and he watched our set. Very, very nice guy. Yeah. Fred actually lives not too far from here. Just, dude, put your address. Put his address <laughs> yeah, let's just like, <laughs> tell them where he lives. <laughs> Here we go. You can't know where we are, by the way. Yeah, so. we're in an undisclosed location. Yeah. <laughs> so the fact that he said that means nothing. Yeah. Here Not too go. far could mean across the country. You don't know. It's, rel- it's all relative. <laughs> Could have been out of the country. Oh. You never know, dude. True. Yo, we're actually broadcasting to you from Mars. Wow. Yeah, we are actually really close with Elon Musk. And oh. we're on yeah. Mars. No, no, we're not. I hate oh, him. Those- Eats get me there. <laughs> but then I just have the last question too for the. This. Oh yeah, sure. Yeah, no, we get sidetracked a lot. Us too. Oh yeah. Good, good. We usually do it at the podcast in person if we're able to with people, and sure. it can go off the rails sometimes. Hell yeah. <laughs> what would your younger self not believe about your life today? Dude, all of it. Yeah, everything. I, I'm gonna be real, like you know. Other than playing with some of the bands that we got to play with that, like, you know, everyone in high school was like, yo, they're my favorite band. Like, other than that, like, you know, I used to think it used to be like a bucket list thing for me to, like, have someone to, like, know my words or to play with a crowd that, like, someone crowd surfs. Like, that used to be like that was the absolute like top of the mountain I could even, like, imagine myself at. So to like see where this prog- project has like progressed to, I mean, like, I think if I told my younger self, like where I would end up, even, even when we started this band, like yeah. our first practice, we told each other like, oh yeah, one day we'll get to like tour the country with the Wonder Years and Hot Mulligan. Like I wouldn't, I wouldn't have believed it. Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it's surreal, you know? 
That's yeah, that makes a lot of sense. That's so cool. I hope you guys like low key feel proud of, you know, feel proud of yourselves too for everything you like the work you've put in. 100%. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. totally. It's, yeah, we do. It's been a, a lot of work, so it's nice that it's like starting to pay off and stuff. Um Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, The Wonder Years has been one of my favorite bands since I was like a sophomore in high school, like same with like Knucklepuck, we got to tour with them. So like I don't know, if you told me then that, like, I would do, like, tours with them, like, that would be fucking crazy. Like, I would never yeah. believe that. You wouldn't believe it, probably? Yeah, I'd be yeah. like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, that's, like, my favorite band. Yeah. <laughs> that's cool. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. That that was my last question for that. <laughs> Hell yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, I guess lastly is, um, what's what is next? Yeah. What's to come? What is next? We have, we're going to keep playing shows. We don't have anything announced, so we can't get any details, but um, we're going to have some more shows. Hitting a lot of places people have been asking us to come yeah, back to. Yeah, a lot, of, so. lot of cities. All the people on the Instagram comments come to this place, we're coming. <laughs> if you don't see us this time, I don't know what to tell you. Right. Yeah, we, we have a, we're, I mean, we're doing Fest in uh, late October. Which is oh, gonna be a lot of fun. Yeah, we're going down to Gainesville. Down to oh. Gainesville. Yeah, but yeah. we don't really have anything lined up between now and and fest as far as shows go. I think we're which is specifically for a reason. Yeah, yeah we're 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 writing some music. So yes, that is oh. the current thing we're working on. Yeah, getting some new music out. Um, but yeah, keep an eye out. The we're announcing some very fun tours soon um, mm-hmm. that we're very very excited for. So. Yeah. That is going to be good. Yeah. And hopefully uh, new music when it comes. Yeah. Yeah. It will be there. (laughs) Yeah. I hope New York's on one of those tours. It, I'm sure it will be. Are you guys like New York City based? Ah, good. Like, upstate. We live upstate. Oh, so upstate. Yeah. I like Doors at Seven is shows as well. So I like host shows in the city as well. What city are y'all near? Uh, well, we live right now in New Paltz, but um, like the shows and stuff I was talking about uh, are in like Bushwick as well. Oh, oh okay. okay. Yeah, so not... if we played New York City, y'all would come. Wait, oh, like, yeah. yeah. Like the, contractually, the you guys I mean, are like, like, in yes. Philly to see you guys. <laughs> or there's going to be like sure. an issue, right? Like <laughs> One of the first shows outside of Philadelphia we ever played was at Arrowwood Outpost. In New Paltz, yeah, it was a weird show too. It was, it was fun. It was, it was weird. It was weird. It was weird. That's great. That doesn't even exist anymore. Yeah, yeah. damn. We probably, probably because of that show. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Probably not. But New Paltz yeah. is really cute. Word yeah, to the wise. Word to the wise. If you are going to have a comedian open your show. Vet, yeah, vet them. them. Don't vet let them. them go. <laughs> this has happened to us twice now. Yeah. Yeah. You look them up on Instagram. Do something. Like actually, <laughs> probably just don't. Have don't have happen. a comedian. <laughs> Yo, music's enough, y'all. It's a whole. That's so fair. That yeah. No. Weird. No more comedians at DIY shows. Twenty twenty three. You're not funny. Oh You're my not God. funny. <laughs> <laughs> this is not an ad at anyone. We're we're just we're joking. 
don't take it personally. Honestly, if though, you, like, if you know who you if, are. If, like, if, someone... if you know who you are, I'm don't. So sorry. If you know exactly who we're talking about, don't take it personally. That being said, yeah, like, we love them. We if love somebody them. like Emmy Blotnick or Kyle Kinane wanted to open our show, I would love that. I know are. you don't know who they then are. Then why would you say their name? For whoever hypothetically does. Is this how you want no, to end your podcast? No, if you, you know who those, now. if you know who those people are, message us on Instagram. I guarantee you, we're getting no messages. Kyle Kinane is the voice of Comedy Central. Who's watching? Who watches Comedy, Comedy Central, Central, bro? It's still on, so someone. Who has cable? <laughs> well, yeah, roasting you right now. <laughs> you watch it like Tosh Point oh? Like, Tosh what point even is on Comedy? <laughs> what even is on Comedy Central? So I'm for real. Allegedly, South Park all the time. Oh, <laughs> all right, let's... <laughs> wow. If you're a very specific uh... kind of person, you interpret this entire interview differently. <laughs> <laughs> As in, if you know us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is great. Oh, dear. I think you all guys right, should well... stand up before your there shows you happen. Yeah, maybe you should You guys should be the comedians before your own ass <laughs> I think I so, too. I think there's a lot of, like, unlocked potential in us, and it's just like, we're just gonna <laughs> blossom, you know? Yeah, no, we, Carly Cosgrove does two sets. So, yeah. One comedy, one music. We're talking about, like, a multi... <laughs> so, uh, oh airplane food! No. <laughs> Uh, well, it has been so awesome having you guys yeah, on the podcast. Yeah, this is a lot yeah, of fun. Awesome. We're we're really weird. Thanks for. <laughs> yeah, I'm very awkward. So Lucas is really weird. I'm really weird. Okay. <laughs> Honestly, you you guys killed it. You, did, you, Thank you. you guys killed it. Thanks. We've had some um, interesting podcasts, and we this have. is honestly this is probably one. one yeah. Good. Uh, oh, thank yeah. you. Before we go, this is the time to plug yourselves and like where the people can find you. <laughs> Sure. Yeah, all of our social media is at Carly Cosgrove PA, and we're on all streaming platforms. And yeah, check us out. Give it a listen. Awesome. awesome. Well, thank you guys so much. We're going to just do the outro. Thank you all for listening. This has been a Doors at Seven podcast, and we'll catch you next time. <laughs>